0: When we think of love in tarot, we think of the lover's card, but we can find love in a variety of forms throughout the tarot. And this special Valentine's Day edition of the Expedition to Soul podcast, this is exactly what we are talking about. We know that you were born magical. We know that you are intuitive and we know that you are brimming with everyday enchantment. Here at the Sisters Enchanted, we believe in intention, we believe in intuition, and we believe in everyday magic. Welcome in to the Expedition to Soul podcast. Welcome in. I'm Sarah, founder of the Sisters Enchanted, and today I have brought in our all-time favorite guest. (laughs) My former always co-host who got distracted with having a third baby now <laughs> who didn't get distracted but did get distracted with having her third child my sister my co-founder Anna is here today with us hello Anna hi Sarah happy Valentine's Day
1: Oh, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Welcome
0: back to the Expedition to Soul podcast.
1: Okay. Here I was thinking that it wasn't me having more babies, but it was you living in the future. <laughs> because <laughs> you're so time intentional that, like, I was just stuck in the past. and <laughs> couldn't make it to any podcasts. Yeah, to well, I too. Me
0: yeah. No, Anna was stuck. So, Amara is... If you ever watch this podcast it does get published on youtube in the video intro you'll see anna's in all of the bits and pieces and anna and i for i don't know what like a year recorded all the episodes together and then one of the things that happened is well okay so what our top value within our company is time being time intentional And one of the things that happens with that is that our schedules have not lined up such that we could just be recording podcast episodes. And then you had a third baby, which made that time intentional piece obviously even more relevant because you were having to fit in your, um, you know, your working mom. So fit that in around all the doctor's appointments and actually having a baby and taking time off. So I'm excited that I was able to, yeah, bring you in the DeLorean and get us back to the future when we podcasted together. Is that how that works? I'm unsure.
1: Yes. That sounds, that sounds about right.
0: Sounds about right. Well, Anna, if those are, anybody here is newer to us, and you might not have heard from Anna, Anna is, as I said, my real-life sister. She is my co-founder here at the Sisters Enchanted, and Anna is what we call our Chief Experience Officer. Anna runs the whole, like, uh, inside Apps of the business. So, if you are a student of ours, you'll hear from Anna. You'll see Anna in the community groups. Anna is the hostess with the mostest.
1: Indeed, <laughs> <So> indeed. <laughs> what was it? I was going to say it's like it's like the good old Virgo trope, which I've spoken to many times because I am a super Virgo. Uh, that like the clock, the beautiful. Grand Goddess Clock is Sarah. <laughs> the grand, and then, and then, I mean, obviously, there's lots of cogs in the clock, and Sarah is very many of those clock those cogs. But like, I'm a cog in the clock. You don't always see me, but I am I am a continuous cog. In oh yeah. The function.
0: <laughs> no, Anna is definitely also, as I said, the hostess with the mostess. Uh, Anna's definitely the one you want throwing the dinner party, and not me. So then <laughs> <laughs> we do that. You know, here I gather the party goers and Anna hosts the dinner party. That's how this
1: works.
0: That's exactly how this works.
1: (laughs) I mean, I think you still kind of, well, all right. I was going to say, you probably still host because you're good at like the witty banter, but I'm definitely like bringing your food and making sure it arrives on time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you make sure everybody has what (laughs) they need. Yeah, it's warm. Yeah, I make the people laugh. You make sure they have what they need. So today though, uh, Valentine's Day, we're going to talk about a little bit about love, love and tarot. So one of the things that we, well, the thing that we do here, we, we we do a couple of things. We have this really cool course called Holistic Witchery, which is opening up for enrollment in about a month. And then we also have a membership program where we combine practical magic, practical daily life stuff with like everyday magic And it's super juicy and interwoven in all of those. Yeah, juicy. I don't know where that came from. It's not something I would normally say. Um, It's super delightful. But interwoven in that is a lot of intuitive work. And we love to use tarot as one of these tools. But the way we use tarot at the Sisters Enchanted and teach it is very much based on intention and connection to the story. So we just recently, in like the last month or so, had several podcast episodes on this you might want to go back and listen to. But that's what we're going to talk about here is like different aspects of love within tarot. Uh, So the first card that comes to mind is the lovers. Now, Anna, let's pick your brain first because per usual, I'm doing a lot of talking. The lovers in tarot. What What do you have to say
1: about the lovers in tarot? I appreciate that many people (laughs) see the lovers as lovers in the sense of like, I have found a companion, a partner, Um, a lover. I feel, I feel like I have resistance to the word lover. So it's it's a good, like what sex in the city throwback, my lover. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I have resistance to that word. Um, But that, the, that card to me often speaks of more than just that. Like there is companionship there, but to me it's not always long lasting companionship. Um, And uh, often with the lover's card, you're presented with choice. And I think that the lover's card in a relationship probably speaks more to like what actual, actual relationships are, which is the choice to make them work. (laughs) And that's why the lovers card often too comes up with business partners um, because you have to like choose to work at that. Uh, So for me, the lovers is often a reminder of like, you have to choose this relationship in order for it to work. Um, Especially with like the idea of the depiction of the lovers, whether or not it's oftentimes Um, a depiction of Adam and Eve, um, or maybe even Adam and Lilith, who knows, but you know how, like, some of those relationships worked out, like, it wasn't actually, like, a choice, and there's lots of things happening, Um, but to me, the lovers, I think people see it in a reading when it comes to relationships and things, and typically get very excited, and immediately think, um, Romantic connection, long-lasting romantic soul connection, uh, and I see it, and it to me is like a choice to work at this connection. That there's possibility in this connection, there's a coming together of this connection, but then you actually have to choose to make it work.
0: Yeah, I like what you said with that, and I think, like you said, you brought up the business aspect. I think that the lovers, to your point, doesn't, it's not just like a intimate or lo- like relationship like that, like any any choice where there's two different energies, people, souls, whatever you want to say yep. coming together.
1: Yeah. To me, it's a lot like the seventh house in astrology. It's like the house of contractual relationships. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. the lovers, to me is like the Going card of, there. Yeah. It's the, mm-hmm. as ha- the card of contractual relationships. Like you have to choose to make this relationship work. Uh, Which is great because, you know, when you get married to somebody and if you do, if you pull that card, you get married to somebody, you did choose to be in that contractual relationship. But then the choice remains to keep doing the work.
0: Yeah. So what other cards? So that's the first one. Like, it's obviously The Lovers is the title of the card. And being in the major arcana, you know, that's continuous big themes in life. Um, Like doing the work.
1: The work never stops.
0: the The work never stops. Yeah. Well. Don't you know, don't you know, (laughs) don't you know the work never stops. Um, But there's other cards too. Mm -hmm. And like one that you mentioned before we started, which is, I think, you know, a pretty clear one would be the two of cups. Yeah. As a love card, cups is that emotions, the vessel, maybe being related to like that sacral energy center, um, very fertile. And in the two of cups, we have the two people sort of doing the, well, sometimes there's like cheersing, but like arms twined, cup vessels happening. Yeah. yeah,
1: I like the two of cups. I think that like if you see the title to this podcast and it says anything about Valentine's Day <laughs> or whatever it might say, that that you're coming here to hear about the two of cups because you're probably in that mindset of two of cups and love, um, the love, and love. To me, the two of cups is more. Of an op- open mutual reception of people. Yeah. Um, That, so people get excited when they see the lovers. The lovers are just like coming into it. I mean, I guess there is a rawness in the lovers because usually the depiction is of two people who are unclothed going into something yeah. together. However, the cups speaks to our emotions. Um, and the number two is like the balance of emotions. And so the two of cups is really like two people getting ready to be emotionally available. Yeah to each other um and the lovers just because you show up naked doesn't mean that you're feeling confidence in that in that body but the two of cups is a, is, is an open is open um, emotionally and it's hard to be open emotionally and be able to they kind of look like they're offering their cups to each other or like about yeah. to cheers um and to go into it with this like open availability cuz a lot of times we go into relationships thinking that we're open and available emotionally to receive, and we're oftentimes not. So the two of cups really does speak to that balance of offering your cup to somebody else and being available for somebody else to attempt to help you fill it. Um, but you're still holding on to your own cup, so you also have to fill it yourself.
0: <laughs> well, I think that that's to your your point with the lovers and being that like a deeper theme and contractual relationships is that when you make that choice, you're very vulnerable. And, and the, the cards are depicted naked, naked, naked. And I like that's the word vulnerable.
1: <laughs> I kept going to the word yeah. naked because it was no, all I could think about. Yeah. But and that's
0: vulnerable. very vulnerable. <laughs> like it, in a relationship, you have to, you know, if you get married, uh, you know, people are going to, that person's going to know some things about you. If you hadn't turned to a business partnership, they're going to know about your bank account. You know, this is all very vulnerable. Where the Two of Cups is maybe like not, it's like you can be open emotionally and just, like really share with people and hold space for them, but you're not necessarily like everything's on the line, making the choice to stay there. Um, so it's, I think, I think the two of cups is probably more of that like Valentine's Eve energy. Yeah,
1: like the fifth house in astrology where you're open to <laughs> emotions and recreations <laughs> and testing the waters. But that just means that it's a good card for relationships because it means that like, there are two people who are, emotionally receptive yeah. to like trying this situation out and less and to me it, the two of cups speaks less of chance whereas the lovers to me speaks of a little bit of chance because d- the choices can be made so quickly um I don't know how you feel about that but the, the lovers to me always is a little bit like eh. there's choices to be made here
0: our internet went out for a minute there. So hopefully we got the choices to be made there. The, um, another one we were talking about was the pentacles. And I mentioned maybe like the six of pentacles as self-love because you're choosing where to put your energy. But then Anna came back with the nine of pentacles as maybe more of a self-love thing. I think that really, uh, you know, any of the pentacles can be related to how are you prioritizing yourself, loving on yourself, supporting yourself. But why did you go to the nine of pentacles as a card for this day?
1: I went to the nine of pentacles because it depicts typically, um, an independent persons. Um, typically this person, um, is female. So like I resonate with that card and seeing that person standing very independently. It doesn't have to be, but, um, usually it's a person standing very independently, very um, confidently with their pentacles and like dressed like they wanted to show up and like really share what they have earned for themselves. And so to me, the nine of pentacles on a surface level speaks of like independent kind of wealth or like somebody who's made their own their own gains. Uh, but to me, it really speaks of confidence in the person that's showing up Um, that this person shows up with who they are, what they've made for themselves um, and to show up and be like, this is me. This is how I present myself to the world. I'm proud of myself speaks to high levels of self-love because Mm -hmm. you show up to a party and you're not proud of your attire, whether it was $800 $800 or $20, you know, like you need to show up and be proud and confident yeah. in who you are. And to me, that card speaks of whatever I have gained, I have put into myself and I can show up here confident and not be ashamed of like who I am and what I have. So to me, it speaks of, of that. Yeah.
0: What about the swords? Cause the swords doesn't feel very lovely. And in fact, we have the three of swords, which is the swords stabbing right through the heart. Mm-hmm. um but of course we know that the swords is all about perception yes perception and so could it be that the swords story and love and valentine's day tells us about I don't know, our perception of of love and expectation around that also
1: yeah because i think that too like this time of year that there is definitely people who pull cards are known to to throw some cards who will pull cards on valentine's day like wanting to know about their love life if new love is coming what's the status of their love life and if you pull a a a swords card during like one of those valentine's day emotions um you might feel really really sad (laughs) like oh no poor me but I would encourage anybody who is pulling cards on Valentine's Day asking about their love life, what your state was when going into that card pull, because the swords, like Sarah just said, often do come up in a position to be like your train, your, your, your train of thinking, your thought process. Is hurting you and it's not typically like outside people hurting you but if you're somebody who's like I'll never find somebody I can't get on a date I'm too this this or this for anybody to love me swords cards are going to pop up as a reminder that you are inflicting this internal dialogue onto yourself yes. and those cards are a reminder to change your internal dialogue which is a reminder to love thyself so in, that, it. <laughs> in that frame of mind swords are a reminder to cut that S-H-I-T out. Yeah. I have a sword on my forearm because that is one of my worst enemies is my thoughts. But your thoughts can also be your biggest weapon. So. Yeah. To yourself. So I think the swords can be a call, of act, act, call to action to change your thought process, change your words. And when, typically when we change our thought process it processes and our words, we're changing it from a negative mindset or negative words to positive and anytime Mm -hmm. we change anything to a growth mindset we are encouraging love in ourselves and to others so yes
0: yeah and i think too if you're in a relationship with somebody maybe it's valentine's day and you didn't get a gift or something and you're now you're upset about it that's also like a, a perception expectation thing you know if you there's this um someone out there this is gonna ruffle someone's feathers because there are people i know personally who think like oh it's a birthday it's a holiday it's valentine's day it's whatever this person should just know to get me something this person should just do this thing right like they should just do it and also though if you want something you gotta like freaking tell someone tell them be like it is valentine's day my expectation is that i feel like a love goddess make it so but like or you know whatever um but if if you find yourself in a pit of despair because x y and z person didn't do whatever you know uh that perception and expectation it you know uh you control that also the swords tells us i
1: am of the frame of mind that if you need a holiday to show me that you care about me it's far too long. It's been far too long. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. So like my, my husband's been asking me every day, do we want to do something for Valentine's day? And I'm like, like what? <laughs> like, I don't want to do anything. I want to, I
0: just birthed you a baby. I know. Like,
1: I've given you the gift of life. I want everybody to leave me alone.
0: <laughs> and just like that, We had to cut this episode a little short because of a tech glitch that happened with a buzzing sound on someone's computer during the recording that just was really bad and cut out all the audio. And you can't hear the last about two and a half minutes of the conversation, but I want to thank Anna for joining me on this special Valentine's Day episode of the Expedition to Soul podcast, where we talked about the lovers and some other cards for you. Be sure to go back to some earlier episodes on this podcast because you will find our tarot series where we'll walk you through all this, the whole tarot story. There's also just from a few weeks back some great episodes for you as well around the tarot, the minor arcana, and the major arcana. Uh, if you're interested in learning learning more about any of this, be sure to hit that podcast, the blog. We have magic week starting very, very soon. You can register for that at signup.thesistersenchanted.com forward slash magic week, some free workshops happening. So be sure to head to our Instagram or our website and find all the information. And until next time, I hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead.